Run that back, turbo. Run that back, turbo. Jumped out of a way right into a daze. It can wreck your life. You gotta think twice. Put it together the color I like. No one look better whenever We are live. Welcome back to the Buzz Pod. I'm your host, Nico Blatchman, and joining us today is 2017 10th overall pick by the Ramuski Oceanic in the QMJHL. Is that good? You're wondering. Yes, I answer. Freshly acquired by the St. John Sea Dogs, a shutdown, big hitting defenseman, my rookie, Christopher Innes. What's up, Nico? Good to be here. Innes, man, you're the first guy that I ever gave that little uh, name, like cool little name shout. So you're welcome for that. But uh, bro, I am so happy to have you on here, especially because. We haven't really talked in a while, man, since we, we, we keep in touch here and there. I saw you one night. Um, that was fun. But, uh, but yeah, dude, I, I love doing pods with guys like that because at the same time we get to catch up. So um, how are you, man? Yeah, I'm really good. Uh, you know, uh, uh, it's been a while since we, we haven't seen each other, but uh, you know, I'm glad to be talking to you right now today. And uh, I think we're going to have fun. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So, Chris, you just got traded to the St. John Sea Dogs. I don't know if you're aware of this, but I, I played there, um, obviously, and then got traded to Ramuski. Ramuski and St. John actually trade um, quite often, um, but can you talk about uh, that trade? Was it expected, and, um, and what are your thoughts on it, and how are you feeling now going into a, a new squad? Yeah, for sure. Well, um, well, um I knew about the trade a, a little bit uh, before it came out, so, uh, so when it actually came out, I wasn't I wasn't too surprised, and uh, I I got all those things up already. And uh, but no, I've been uh, I've been really excited to go to St. John. I've heard a lot of good things about them. You know, I've, a lot of guys I played with, like you, you know, Dover, uh, Stewie, back my first year. Um, you guys all came from St. John, and all had good things to say about it. And uh, you know, I think uh, going forward, they have a lot of. Uh, a lot of talent on the team, and we have a lot of potential uh, to have a winning team. So I'm just, I'm just happy to be, to be part of that. And uh, for sure, uh, leaving Ramuski is kind of bittersweet because you're behind all those, uh, those great teammates and those, those great coaches. But uh, obviously, my bill of family and the fans. But uh, you know, looking towards the future, and uh, it seems pretty promising. So I'm definitely excited. Yeah, man, I would be too if I were you. I mean, you just uh, finished up, wrapped up your third year in Ramuski. Um, actually wore an A this year with a heavy little shoulder. Love that. And, um, yeah, I mean, you've been playing there since you were drafted, since 16 year, years old. That's when me and you played together with another rookie. Can't remember his name. Oh, yeah, um, Alexi Lafreniere. Um, talk a bit about, um, I mean, just like growing as a player, as a person, um, I feel like you, for example, your QMJHL draft year, you had um, zero goals and 10 assists, but you were still 10th overall pick. So I think you bring something to the table where you kind of uh, lead by example, more of a not too talkative in the room, but just kind of goes out there and plays his, his shutdown game. Um, can you talk a bit about how your game and, and person, uh, you as a person, has, have evolved um, from your first year uh, up till now? Yeah, so for sure, me me going into uh, me going into the queue. Uh, I've never really been a big uh, offensive guy, you know. Really, just more uh, 
shut down kind of player, you know, just do my job in my own zone and uh, and try to be, you know, as, uh, as efficient as I can be. And for sure, for sure going in my first year in the room, you know, especially the stars, it was kind of always kind of quiet in my little corner, just doing what I had to do and uh, just trying to make sure I'm sharp every um, every practice and every game. And uh, for sure, for sure being with the boys, you know, especially like having vets like you who were there and, uh, and uh, like Dover and Stewie were really like... Um, Guys that that really bring you into into the family into the culture it really helped uh, make me made me feel more comfortable and I, I think as as time went on you know I got more comfortable and uh, really helped me grow just make me just make me be more open to things and uh, during the year and in my 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 future years and I think um, I think with the coaches too I think uh, I think for sure uh, Serge is a, is a tough coach uh, when you first when you first get there but um, that really helped me grow as a person, you know, just be more, uh, become a little bit more of a man. And I think that, that really helped me out. Uh, that really helped me out, especially going into uh, my third year, you know, where I had, to, I had to lead a little bit more and just just be able to to, to lead the team, you know, and be, uh, and be comfortable with that. Yeah, definitely. And it was also your best year on the score sheet. Um, I believe it was two goals and, and, and 14 assists or 16 assists on the top of my dome, but um, a pretty solid year for you as a shutdown D also um, doing your job. I saw some of the highlights when you got traded of you just absolutely crunching guys. I love to see that. And um, uh, talk a bit about like now you're going into St. John, like obviously you're 19 years old. Um, you're going to have a way different role. You're going into a new team for the first time in a while. You know what I mean? Like, uh, you played for the same team for the past three years. Things are going to be different there. Obviously, a lot more English, um, which will be good for you uh, because you're you're a pro guy. You're going to be playing pro uh, in the future for sure. So so it's going to be good for you to get some some solid English into you and uh, and yeah. yeah. So talk a bit about like your role, what you're expecting going into St. John, and what what St. John can expect from you from Christopher Innes. Yeah. So for sure. Uh for sure, I think uh, anybody who's been kind of following the moves that uh, St. John has been doing in the past uh, couple of weeks, you can see there's a lot of there's a lot of talent. There's already there's a, there was already a lot of talent on the team to begin with, uh, and uh, in the past couple of weeks, we've added a lot of talent on the team. So, uh, so definitely going into the next season, um, definitely going to be uh, a tough team to play against, you know, and. Um, and uh, that's what that's what I'm, I'm kind of expecting going there. And uh, obviously, uh, like I told you, I heard a lot. So uh, having great fans and uh, just just being in a, in a great community, I'm obviously excited for that and a great organization. And uh, for sure, for sure, for me, um, for sure, at the start, there's definitely going to be a little period of adaptation. But, but uh, you know, I'm looking forward to it. I think it, it shouldn't be too bad. And getting to know the new players and the new coaching staff and uh, and all that, I think I, I'm going to have a lot of fun with that. And uh, on my end, it's just going to be, you know, um, trying to trying to kind of do the same thing, you know, lead by example. Uh, obviously, you know, going in my fourth year, um, I'm going to try to be a little bit more vocal. And uh, But uh, definitely I'm going to stick to stick to what uh, I, I've had success with, uh, especially this year, so leading by example and and uh, just trying to uh, help the team as much as I can every game and uh, and being sharp every practice and every workout. 
Yeah, definitely. I mean, I mean, that's exactly what I think of when I think of you. Even as a young guy, obviously, you were a bit more shy because it was your rookie year. And I do remember me um, uh, giving you not a hard time, but putting an extra emphasis, emphasis and getting Innis to talk um, because of the kind of guy that you were. And, um, and uh, definitely a lead-by-example guy. I want to I talk a bit about your, your childhood. Let's bring it back. You, you're from Longay, Quebec. I know you have an older brother that plays hockey. I played against him a little bit, actually, when I was playing junior AAA um, after Ramsky. Yeah. Um, so talk a bit about, like, getting into hockey for you. Like, did your parents play, or was it just kind of you and your bro? It was really just me and my bro that, that, that played hockey. Uh, to be honest, I think, uh, I think it was just uh, the fact that uh, – a lot of a lot of kids on my like in my neighborhood used to play hockey, and um, just uh, inside my my parents just signed us up, and we just we just started playing hockey. We start, I started skating at uh, four, and then, uh, like the next year I guess uh, we started, I started playing hockey. And uh, my brother my brother started a little later in his life. He started uh, like uh, I think it was like seven or eight years old when he started, and I and we just started playing hockey. And um, ever since then, you know, just fell in love with the game and uh, just kept going. So yeah. growing up in Longay, Quebec, like obviously you know about the QMJHL. Did you ever hear about NCAA or ever even consider NCAA? And another question at the same time is, what was your favorite QMJHL team growing up? If you had one, and did you go to games? Yeah. So um, growing up in Longay, I won't lie to you. Especially now, there's a lot more talk about NCAA and all that. But when I was growing up. It was really rare that you hear, you hear talking about that, and uh, I remember I remember I'd, I'd have a friend and we used to talk about that. Um, we used to talk about uh, what, it, what it'd be like to go uh, NCAA, and we even we'd ask our coaches, and the coaches didn't know much about it, so we just kind of well, I'm, and I just kind of kept it up and just you know kept kept uh, kept working to to get to Q. Yeah, and uh, to be honest, growing up, uh, if I had a favorite Q team. Uh, it's tough to say, you know. I, I, to be honest with you, I, I never really used to uh, follow the cue that much until uh, until I like until it was your time. Yeah, I hear you. I hear you. You hear me? Yeah, yeah. yeah I, so I was like, I was like, um, you know, like, I think at one point, at one point, I just uh, I just started watching it just because I was like, oh, okay, it might be a possibility player one day, but I never really used to follow it that much. <laughs> And are you one of those guys, because obviously there's a lot of guys that play the game and love watching the game. Are you one of those guys that, like, loves watching hockey? Because, to be honest, like, I was never a guy that loved watching hockey until kind of later in my career. Like, now I enjoy watching hockey, especially if I throw a couple dollars on a game. That always gets me really excited. But, um, to be honest, I wasn't a huge watcher. Yeah, exactly. I'm, ex- I'm, I'm kind of like you in that, like, in that, uh, in that way. Uh, when I was younger, I, I, and you know, I always enjoyed watching the occasional game, but I, you know, I never, I never really enjoyed that much watching it. And it's more, it's more uh, when I got older, so like when I started playing like midget, and when I got junior, I started, um, I started like I guess could say appreciating the game a little bit more, and then just, just when you'd watch uh, NHL games and watch what uh, these people were doing, you'd just be able to appreciate the game a little bit more, and uh, from from then, you know, just. I think it's important for, uh, for me to watch watch the game and be able to learn and enjoy it at the same time. 
Yeah, Ennis, I mean, you're a super humble kid. I'm sure everybody that's listening can tell. Can you talk a bit about, like, playing uh, midget hockey and then jumping up to the QMJHL? Like, getting drafted 10th overall is a big deal, especially for you being from Quebec, like, right there, um, pretty much in your backyard. Um, so, so, like, tell me about just, like, having that hype around you. And, and you you handled it really well. I mean, like... You know, if a guy like me was ever drafted 10th overall, holy smokes, can't even tell you the type of noise I would make. So um, talk a bit about, like, you go from midget all of a sudden, like, this is the QMJHL, this is the big show, um, and you were a 10th OV pick to the big show. So so talk about, like, those emotions and then, and then, uh, and then coming into the league and get into uh, maybe what was your first, like, holy fuck, man, this is, this is the QMJHL moment. Yeah, so definitely, uh, definitely right from the start, from when I got drafted in St. John, and you call my name, and just hearing, uh, just hearing, uh, just say my name uh, in front of all those people, walking up and then putting on the jersey was definitely uh, a moment I remember my whole life. And, um, and you know, yeah, for sure, like you said, there's always a lot of hype, especially in that situation. For me, uh, for me, it was just like. That, that first day was just uh, like accepting the fact that it actually happened. It was like kind of crazy in my head. Like, I, like uh, going through all the, after I put on the jersey and then meeting all the, the coaches, like it still hadn't processed through my mind that, 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 that it happened. So uh, I think the, the days I followed, it kind of, pro- kind of process and often I was like, wow, this is, this is crazy. This is insane. It's a nice opportunity. And I think at one point it was just like, um, even, you know, if, all your friends were there hyping you and all that. For me, it was just, it was more about uh, just thinking about the next step. So, so the transition into the queue and uh, just trying to, just trying to learn and make sure that, uh, that everything goes through smoothly. Yeah. And what was your first, like, like when you got to Ramuski, right? Like you're in Ramuski. Yeah. Um, obviously, like guys are way bigger than what you're used to, uh, uh, more mature, um, talk about like what's what was that moment for you because like I remember I had one and I'll tell you my story after you tell me yours but what was your like holy shit this is the QMJ show yeah me it was definitely just uh, just when all the vets came in and you had that first uh, that first practice with the vets and it was uh, it was crazy because I remember we had the rookie the rookie get rookie tournament before yeah um, the vets came in. So, so when you arrive there, you were all the rookies who were kind of guys that you already played against and everything, and it's you're like, oh, it's not that bad. And then after that, we get back to your muski, and all the vets just come in, and then it's like, well, we had that first practice, and I remember we we're doing. I, it was one of the first drills we we're doing is like uh, like one v ones. Yeah. And uh, one of the the first guys I went up against was was uh, Dever, <laughs> and I was like, that was that, that's when I was like, damn, these are these are not kids anymore. These are men because. You know, me coming from midget endeavors was like what six two, two hundred. So I was like, wow. Was, uh, you could definitely see like, um, like the the, matru- the maturity and the and the best when they came in. And I was at that point, I was like, wow, this is this is a different a different league completely. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I mean, Dover is a mammal. That guy has some yeah. tree trunks. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Um, first of all, I didn't know that you were drafted in St. John. By the way, that's pretty cool. So you're going back yeah. to where you were yeah. drafted in. 
Exactly. And um, and another thing is, I'll tell you my story real quick. Is uh, you obviously know who Boko Imama is, so this is one yeah. of my all-time favorite stories. I've never told it on the pod. So my yeah. first time I arrive, I arrive in St. John. Um, I wrote, I arrive at night, so they have a game the next day, and I'm I'm not gonna play because I haven't even practiced with the team, but. I go for the morning skate and I walk in and Boko is stretching on the floor, um, like no shirt, just like some short, short tights, um, just an yeah. absolute monster. And I walk in, I uh, my gear is like set up for me. I sit down and um, obviously, I, I mean, everyone knows I think that I have like a pretty bad habit of uh, chewing tobacco and I have I've had it since a young age and. When I got there, it's nothing I'm proud of, but when I got there, I, uh, you know, back then it was like kind of to be cool when you were younger. So I figured like, what a better way to let the boys know like that I'm a cool guy than to, to pull out a tin and, and, and pack a chew. Um, I was, and then so, so I pull out my tin, right? But it's, it's 9 a.m. and I start packing the tin and Boko turns around and looks at me and goes, hey, we don't do that here. And dude, I kid you not, I I I'm, I shit my pants, dude. I was like, oh my god, dude. I put my tin behind my back as quick as possible, and I like basically quit chew that day for a little while. And I was yeah, like, dude, my heart good. dropped. I was like, oh my god, no, man, don't hate me. Yeah, but was a big dude. He's about to. Did you you played against him, right? No, no, he uh, he left the year I came, like the, the okay. year I came in, like right before I came in. All right, all right. So, Ennis, let's get a bit into your lifestyle in the queue. Uh, can you run us through like a practice day? What's a day in the life for you? Obviously, I know the boys um, in Ramuski, especially they hang out a lot, tight knit group. Yeah. Can you talk a bit about like a day in the life? Run us through wake up, go to pracky, all that stuff. If you guys still pracky in the morning. Um, from what I remember, yeah. and then uh, throughout your day. Yeah, so for us, uh, usually usually it's 8.30 in the morning. We have to be at the ring, so I get up at like 7.45, you know, and then do my thing in the morning, so uh, I eat whatever whatever I have to do. And um, and uh, I don't have a car. Well, I didn't have a car in the, the, the past few years in Mooski, so uh, a, guy, a guy would come get me around like 8.15, and we'd go to the rink, could get to the rink, um, I'd get to the rink, you know, just tape my stick, uh, stretch, whatever I have to do. And then once it hits 8.30, then the coach would come in the room and uh, he'd let us know what's, uh, what's, what's the game plan for the morning. You know, uh, usually, we, usually he makes us uh, go on the stairs and uh, do a maker. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so but, for those, uh, wait, time out, time out. For those who don't know, basically... <laughs> Um, in Ramuski, and I'm pretty sure this is one of one or one of like two or three teams that that makes guys do this. Like, I mean, it's amazing for staying in shape for the beach bod and and yeah, and for third sure. period maybe even. Um, but when you get to the rink, you have to run a maker, which is run all the stairs in the rink. Pretty pretty big rink. I think it holds like five thousand. So uh, you do that right when you get to the rink, nice and early in the morning at eight thirty. Um, but anyway, continue. Yeah. Yeah, so exactly. So you you run a maker like that. Uh, this year he uh, kind of eased off on the makers, but uh, especially my first and my my second year in Muski is 
privately every morning. We'd get to the rink and we'd run those makers, and then we'd get back in the room, and your legs would be like on fire. <laughs> and then, uh, and you, you'd get ready to go on the ice, and uh, practice in the Muski Tour pretty intense. So. <laughs> definitely, definitely. And after after practice, and uh, sometimes it's on ice, and sometimes it's not. Um, we just go to to, uh, um, to like the little bar we have in the at the Coliseum and we, we they, they give us lunch so that's pretty cool and yeah. then uh, we go away to school and then um, sometimes sometimes if we if we don't have school most of the boys would just like uh, we plan something out so we'd go bowling or we'd go get something to eat or uh, go to the cinema or something like that so that's really cool and uh, that's pretty much my that's pretty much a, a normal day for me yeah and you know what uh, you know what I loved about getting when I got traded from St. John to Ramuski is that in Ramuski they practice in the morning because I'm a huge morning guy and I absolutely love yeah. that but you I don't know what, what kind of guy you are but you, it's time to adjust baby because St. John practice I believe is 1.30pm yeah. So, so yeah. it's time to make a little bit of an adjustment for uh, for Innes. Yeah. But uh, my favorite question on the pod coming up right now: What is yeah. your best junior hockey story that you can remember right now that can. can be told on the pod? Yeah. So uh, for me, for me, well, it was funny for me at the time, but uh, <laughs> like after when I thought about it, it was a pretty good, a pretty good joke. So, um, so it was like I think it was the first game of the season, our first away game of the season when I uh, when I made the team at uh, at sixteen. Yeah. And uh, so you know when you just you put all your equipment in the bag and you get on the bus and everything. <laughs> and uh, what I hadn't noticed was that my skates were weren't on my uh, on my little like rack. But I hadn't noticed, so I just I thought they were in my bag, right? And then, uh, and then I think the game was in Sherbrooke. And then I was like, I was unpacking our bags. I was just going crazy because it's my it's my first game. I think the first game of the season two, I was crashed. So I was watching my first shoot game, right? <laughs> and then uh, <laughs> I don't have my skates, so I was kind of like freaking out. And I was like, uh, I forget I went. To. I think uh, I think it was that blue, and, uh, and he was like, go <laughs> go tell Serge. And I was, Shitting my pants, so uh, I go knock on the door, and then I'm like, uh, I walk in. All the coaches look at me. So Serge, I think even the like the the scouts were there. So the the, the, the one that, uh, that I had my first interview with and everything, he was there in the room, and they're all looking at me. And I was like, Yeah, uh, I found my face. I can't. Put and I just got quiet. <laughs> he like they didn't say anything. They just they just all stared at me for like. In my head, it was probably like a five minutes, but it was probably 30 seconds. And the time he didn't say nothing, like a, a full-on series. And after that, after that, he's like, uh, Chris, your skates are right there. I like, for me, it wasn't, it, was, it wasn't funny at the time, but now I think about it, it was a pretty funny. Like, the coach took my skates. But I think the vets took my skates and took to the coaches. It was a pretty good story for me. Wait, your co- so, the, so, so Serge took them? Yeah, they were on, they were, you know, on it. They, <laughs> <laughs> in fact, I think at first when I told them, they stared, they stared me down, kind of, and they're like, "Well, does that mean that you're not playing tonight?" And like, they're really uh, like, I, I didn't even answer. I was privately shaking. And after that, after that, it's like, uh, "Yeah, we have your face." So like, you told me because 
I was probably going to start like crying if I'm down. <laughs> <laughs> Legit, dude. Your first Q game, forgot your skates. That's like a nightmare for a lot of people, man. I think I've said it before on this pod is that like one of my nightmares yeah. that I used to have when I was a kid is showing up to practice like 20 minutes late. Everybody's on the ice yeah. and I'm like still not ready. Definitely. <laughs> um, but so, Chris, I got a question for you. You're a defenseman. Uh, you've been in the queue since 16. You were 10th overall pick. Do you have superstitions? Because usually guys like you, you know, they got their superstitions. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think I had I had some when I first came in the league, but I think uh, I think especially when you play in the queue, there's a lot of things that you can't control. So. For me, I just really try to focus on, on things I can't control. So superstition, I don't, I don't really have, I don't really have. Maybe you know, just when I get dressed, sometimes I put my, uh, put like my right skate or, or my right pad on for the floor. That's just uh, something I've always done. But uh, I don't really have any uh, superstition outside of that. All right, I like that. I like that. All right, so um, let's talk about present day. Obviously, there's a lot of shit going on in the world. Some pretty insane stuff going on in the world. Um, yeah. You've been quarantined for a while, I'm guessing. Now, obviously, things are starting to loosen yeah. up, and uh, we're obviously allowed to do a bit more things. But um, talk yeah. about your time during quarantine. Like, what were you doing to keep busy? Uh, maybe a Netflix show? Were you reading a book? Um, I don't know if you're into that. But uh, or, or, or chilling a lot with your bro? Or, or, or talk about, yeah. like, what you did to keep busy during that, during that time. Yeah, I won't lie. Quarantine was uh, was pretty tough, you know, especially uh, especially since like the season just ended right away, and then I had to come back home, and then after that it was like quarantine. So I'm back home in my in my city, which I haven't been back in a, in a couple months, and I'm not and I'm not even to like see my friends and all that. So that was uh, kind of tough. But uh, what I do is definitely love Netflix. Definitely love Netflix. Uh, what show? I think uh, right. Well, when it first started, I started rewatching Prison Break. Okay. Yeah, I watched okay. uh, yeah, and uh, Half the Two with my friend that uh, put me on that, and uh, you know, just a lot of movies. <laughs> what kind of what kind of movie guy are you? Are you like a funny movie guy, or are you a an action movie guy? Obviously, you like like criminology type stuff if you're into Prison Break. Comedy and action are definitely my two favorite genres. Holy smokes, uh, we're the same guy. Yeah, so definitely like this. I, I watched the, the three movies. Those, uh, those, I love those. More <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, like um, like shows like Friday or, or stuff like that. And uh, action, I love. Um, I, I watched I watched the Batman series, the Batman uh, like. Yo, you know what you should watch if you're into, like, criminology stuff? But this is kind of creepy, but it just got... So, someone told me this. Actually, the last guy I came on the pod told me about it, and he goes yeah. to Yale University, so he's uh, pretty smart. Um, it's called Mind Hunter. Mind Hunter? Yeah, so basically, like, I don't know. You'll see. You look into it and let me know what you think. It's a bit crazy, but it's it's legit, dude. It's so sick. Definitely, I'll definitely check that out. And that's a big shout out. out to Dante Paleco because he recommended it to me, and I've, I've been digging my face into Netflix ever since. Yeah, 
<laughs> definitely i'll definitely check that out <laughs> and uh what are your yeah. plans now moving forward now that uh i guess rinks are starting to open up a little bit gyms are starting to open up a little bit um what are you going to do yeah. to prepare for the for the upcoming season what do you think you uh what do you think you you need to add to your game or what's something that you want to work on this summer so for sure um for sure uh, well i've been training i've been, tra- I've been trying to train up to to our quarantine but uh, I'm actually going to be at the uh, gyms are opening up next week at uh, in Quebec so I'll be able to start training uh, with my trainer and everything next week so that's going to be great and uh, uh, definitely uh, I want to keep you know, getting stronger I think last summer was a good summer for me I got a lot of strength and all that and so uh, this summer is going to continue on that that kind of uh, that kind of road and uh, for sure on the ice just um I'm just trying to maybe, maybe bring find ways to bring a little bit more offense to my game. So maybe um, fine tuning my skating and uh, my stick handling, my shot. You know, I think that's that's the, the biggest part of my game where I need to uh, to work on. Yeah, well, um, Innes, I mean, I'm telling you, dude, I've, I've played with you. I know you're a hell of a player. You're obviously a hell of a player. You were a 10th overall pick. You're going into your fourth year in the queue. Um, I wish you nothing but the best. I know there's big things coming for you, especially because you came on the buzz pod. So now you get the buzz pod bump. So you're probably going to double up your points from last season. Don't quote me on that, but maybe. And uh, thanks for coming on, brother. I really appreciate it. You're the man. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm really glad that you asked me to come on. I'm really, uh, really honored and uh, a lot of fun talking and catching up with you. And uh, I'm definitely come back anytime. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking right, brother. Fucking right. Hot in the sky, they can't reach. But that's that ass unique Ride like Ferraris Ferrari. I came out the mud like the cleats Felt like Muhammad Ali yeah. Wave I was born in the sea Life for the party, for the party. Miami, we at the star I beat them, we in Calamari Jit on these suckers, sorry, I'm not sorry Order the PJ, I'm flying to Maui One to one, only get V-Long from Barbie She came with me once, had a wonderful day Draw the book and put me in a diary we f***ing on a boat, I'm a pirate Admit it, I know you admire it My diamond dead like parade Man, up in the door, same color shade On your promotion, I give you a raise Put on some potion, feel intoxicated Flow like the ocean, young girl don't go crazy Tropical bitches are hell with it wave Put a big double M on my Mercedes Got me some million, no minimum wager So my haters believe us I ran through these seasons with center four pieces Flip the promoter just like we do pizza Just run me my cheese, we don't wanna go grease ya Hotline, turn the pipeline to a lifeline to, to toxic